0: Hey, this is Anna Vaughn with Travel Mama Anna Vaughn, and this is our podcast. Strap in, because it's about to get weird. It's Anna Vaughn here. with you been Mom Bro? And it was just a matter of time before I was gonna finally call someone in Mexico City. I have been so curious to find out what the vibe is in Mexico City since we have very little vibe where I am. We have no cases yet. It's pretty chill at the beach as usual. But I know the city, I was in the city a month ago and everybody was wearing masks already, just over a month ago. And I thought they were crazy then. And now I feel less that way. But I wanted to get in touch with my good friend, Chepe, who if you watch the videos, he's been here twice to film, to film, to paint murals here. And we've become really good friends. We've hung out in the city. We like to go to goth bars and sing karaoke. (laughs) And yeah, we've been staying in touch because, of course, I care about him. And today, we're just going to chat about what's going on in the city. So how are you doing, Chepe? Uh,
1: Yeah, I'm staying home, uh, drinking water. I I don't have cocoa water, uh, but I'm doing fine.
0: How, how long have you been in quarantine? How long have you been? Because you have been self-quarantining, right? Since you are self-employed.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm a semi-employed. I'm an illustrator. And I'm a, I mean, I do murals and travel all over the country. But uh, my main job is uh, doing illustrations. And I stay home most of the time or work where I am now. So this uh, this emergency I just I'm just at home and working and yeah self quarantine but everything cool
0: so how long have you been home for uh,
1: like um, two weeks
0: and what what it, what are your thoughts on being home for so long like how how do you feel so far
1: it's It's not so rare for me to be at home, you know, uh, because I work from my home or from where I am painting or doing a print. But uh, so far, it's the same routine I have every day for me. No, Uh, that I my office is my computer, so I don't have problems doing quarantine.
0: So, what's your routine like then?
1: uh my, my routine is like a like wake up uh, making some breakfast uh check some emails chill until i have the energy or the or the, or the feeling to do the illustrations the drawings and stuff or stuff uh, and yeah it's it's a uh, re- very chill like uh, these kind of things like graphic design illustration uh, I don't know making comics Uh, I have some friends that also make comics and it's really chill being at home
0: are you are you do you still have your clients have you lost Uh, any clients
1: No, actually, not yet. Uh, mm, Before uh, this happened, uh, I have uh, signed some contracts. So I've been working uh, during this quarantine. So it didn't have problems. Mm, Maybe I, I have a fiber page, you know?
0: That? Yeah. Yeah. I know what Fiverr is. I've used it before. Fiverr? Do you I know what Fiverr. Is Fiverr? Upwork. Yeah. Yeah, I've contracted people through Fiverr and Upwork before.
1: Uh, on Fiverr, uh, uh,
0: you like broke up there for a minute. I think you said that on Fiverr you still have your profile up there. Oh, no. I lost Chepe. This is what happens when Mexicans call Mexicans. The internet is so shit that both Mexicans don't know what's going on. This is the Mexico to Mexico call using the internet, people. <laughs> okay, I don't know if it's me or him, but somebody's internet doesn't work. So what were you, you're back. What were you saying about Fiverr that you still have your profile up there?
1: yeah that i have uh like random commissions there i do random stuff there but these days uh i didn't have anything there so but my main clients like like uh, a commission of illustrations here mexico or in the us uh, it's still the same like people who um ask me for commissions like Like directly to my mail or something like that.
0: Right. Like your loyal clients are still there. Yeah. Right. Well, that's good. You're very lucky. Many people don't have work. I don't have any work at all. And my industry, we will not have work for long after people go back to work. And, you know, you and I talked about this before because I've never had, I mean, I've had hard times at my company before. So luckily for me, you know, when I had Luna, I, I, I moved my website right before I had her. And when I moved it, I the guy I hired to do it did a bad job and he made like duplicates of it. And I didn't know because I was having a baby. So I was distracted by something else. And then when she was like three months old and I kind of came back and was like, how come nobody's contacted me for work? And you know, like four oh, months, yeah. like, what is going on? And I realized I'd made the duplicates Well, I lost 10 years of SEO. Like Google didn't like that. And they just shoved me to the bottom and I just stopped completely getting clients. And it took like six more months of kind of scrambling around to get it back. So I was just like dead. It was like flatline for a long Mm. time. And in a way, it's good that it happened then. It sucked then. I mean, I had this new baby and I was like, we're gonna starve, you know? Um, And I'm really lucky. My mom actually uh, bailed me out Uh, at the time, which got me through that six months. And I was so lucky to just be alone. I was basically quarantined with a baby. So Mm -hmm. it's not like I had any life. Like I wasn't going anywhere, doing anything or spending money on anything. So I was really lucky to be in San Cristobal which is probably the most affordable place in Mexico. (laughs) So it was just, you know, it's just very easy. At least I had all that, but I created other streams of income at the time because I didn't have my company. So mm-hmm. when this happened this time I was like shit but also not as worried because you know I have a, I have a little bit of money coming from other places but I've never gone through something like this where like the economy just tanked out so when we yeah. were talking and you were like well you know after the earthquake it took a I, long yeah. time like you know, when you were explaining to me like, okay, like what I do is extra. It's not like needed work. So it takes time for people to come back. And then it really got me thinking that, you know, like what I do is put up posters for events, products, but mainly events. And like, no company's gonna spend money on events, right when like we go back. Yeah. So I'll be one of the last people that's gonna get money, you know, like in Canada where I run my company, they're saying that they can only do events won't happen until July. That's the earliest. I think it's going to be later, but let's just say it happens in July. Like, I don't think anybody's going to go to a concert in July. Like, I don't think they're going to spend their money on that. I think they're going to be keeping their money for a while. They might skip this, the, you know, the big tours are all not going to happen. You know, those kind of eventing things. So, you know what I mean? Like, I think we're going to, it's going to be like a year before my yeah. company really makes money. again. And I have a lot of friends that are in this sort of layer. Like we're all, we all work at home. We all do contract work and we all work in some form of like extra, like entertainment kind of money. So none of us are needed. You know what I mean? Like we all, it's important. Like, I was thinking, you know, if, if COVID-19, like, let's say we're inside, let's say it takes six months before things start back up. Like, it's going to be so weird that, like, no nobody's going to make a concert or, like, make real art. It's going to be weird not to have an yeah. album, not to have concerts, and not to have art for, like, a year.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I have I have many people buying a lot of, a lot a lot of stuff and people don't need it no and then people that uh, still have uh, all of all, all of his stuff uh, during the day no uh, electricity water uh, I don't know uh, and, and and people that can uh, buy a lot of stuff is the uh, is the people that it won't be affected by the quarantine, you know? Because poor yeah. people can't, uh, can't afford uh, by because quarantine. Yeah, I know uh,
0: I, I didn't know that there was a lot of that going on. Know. Is it like, in but, the city is there a lot of, because we haven't had any hoarding really here. A little bit like the, you know, hand sanitizer sold out really fast, but there's no. been no hoarding here. Like there's still like a full aisle of toilet paper. And it's fine. Like has in the city yeah. has there been more people hoarding. I mean, I think also something about Costco, like Costco's are the place where people go to hoard. I don't know, <laughs> maybe like if you have a Costco membership, you're a hoarder because in Canada too, it's like all the Costco's are where there's been the main hoarding problem. And also, in the United States, it's like Costco is the issue. And then also, yeah. Americans coming to Mexico to go to Mexican Costco's uh, after yeah, they yeah. bought in the States. It's like Costco seems to be the place you go to act crazy. That's the yeah. spot. I
1: don't know, it's really funny. Uh, <clears throat> Chidraui
0: is not like the place where people hoard, they go to Costco. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe buying bulk, you know. Yeah, I know it's equality
1: uh, here where I live uh we have uh very and people like that. Uh, Neighborhood and stuff. We have uh, uh, one of the border uh, Mexico City no? and uh, something really funny is uh, when I went to Costco uh, last week. I seen a famous person. Uh, it's a guy that uh, appears on TV and stuff. Uh, we have all the all the people doing. Um, Uh, health distance like uh, uh, staying away from others and this guy comes with uh, his uh, seven uh, words like around him now doing exactly the opposite of healthy distance and uh, I don't know it's really funny uh, how I don't know how they do that kind of stuff, no? Yeah,
0: they like can different still... people are doing it different.
1: Yeah, different what's it, about... like there?
0: What's, it, what's it like in the street there? Like is it are people staying a distance from each other? Because here nobody's doing it.
1: No. Uh, I mean, more...
0: yes and no. It's like if you go like I go to you do you remember that little grocery store Puerto Verde? yeah it's like the local spot so when you go there they have like a rope and you have to wash your hands before you come in and then they only let two people in at a time and the woman has a mask who works there so there's that place but then when you go to like El centro it's just the Uh same shit as always but like a little less people but it's the same like I definitely feel I have I have to take steps back when I talk to people to like in a nice way be sure. like we're supposed to be apart, you know. I mean there's no cases here yet. There's probably uh, people
1: who that- know here in the streets. Yeah, Sorry?
0: There's nobody here who that has it yet. Like we don't have any known cases. I'm sure people have it, but like nobody knows about it. Like there's no known cases. There's like nobody in the hospital. So I think maybe when we get cases, people will be different. But right now it's like most of all the tourist areas are shut down, most of the Rinconada is shut down. You know, most places are takeout or whatever, but I mean, we're allowed to do whatever we want. We're just not allowed to go to the beach anymore. But even that it's like everyone I know is going to the private beaches by themselves. Yeah. I think it's more for tourists, you know, like zicatella and La Punta. You're not allowed to go there because, you know, those idiots are probably all just like sitting around together and doing the same dumb shit they do all the time, you know, like smoking weed and playing drums and like listening to drum and bass on the beach you know in groups yeah
1: yeah i'm sure Um, uh, people that uh uh, that, that do self uh <clears throat> that do the the people that do self quarantine and people that uh, are now still drinking beer on the streets and uh, making parties and stuff. No, uh, we had both sides too.
0: Right. So in the city you do have both. I saw my mom sent me some footage of like El Zocalo, uh-huh. and it's like almost nobody. Just like maybe percent, like people walking around, but like nothing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the obviously places uh, uh, are empty, like uh, Calle Madero and Zócalo and uh, and places like that, uh, where people know that always is crowded. Uh, People uh, are trying to not to go there. But uh, other normal streets or uh yeah like uh, we still have uh, the metro working uh, normally so the metro still crowded what's the metro like ways. i heard though that
0: they're disinfecting the metro i heard Sorry? they're disinfecting the metro a lot though like i heard that them i read an article that the uh, yeah. workers are like disinfecting the metro a lot but i don't know if that's gonna help
1: yeah um they yeah they disinfect the metro but i don't know how uh how they do it or or when no because uh, even to clean the metro uh it's a huge uh, issue because uh, there's a lot of people there's so uh there's not much people uh, that do that kind of work. know that it's it's a right. huge, huge, huge uh, system of public transport.
0: Right. So right, and they don't employ yeah. enough people. Well, I saw some pictures. Yeah.
1: Maybe that was
0: yeah.
1: Like I see two the, one one train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe the community manager took. One picture and then, uh, yeah, let's get out of here.
0: (laughs) Yeah, probably. That's like the really classic Mexican way. Okay, everybody, everyone in this car for a photo. But I think one of the things I was thinking the other day is like they're saying a lot that washing your hands with soap is better than using like Purell hand sanitizer. And I was thinking, you know, here, I don't know about there, but here in Puerto, there's no hand sanitizer. So what they have outside are hand washing stations. Do you actually have to wash your hands with soap? And I was thinking, I wonder if Mexico ends up like doing really well because no one has hand sanitizer. Like we end up just doing well because all we have is soap, you know? Like the end of the day, Mexico wins. Due to like just being creative with limited resources once again you know cuz i think that's what mexicans are <laughs> really good at is like getting creative with limited resources you know yeah and um, i don't i don't know in the city here like the vibe is not nobody is mad at anybody nobody's angry it's just like people are worried because they don't have enough like people aren't working enough now. So there's like worry about like some people are not eating, you know, like the people that sell flowers in the street. Yeah. Like they have no one to sell to anymore. Yeah. You know, the people that sell coconuts, the people that sell fruit on the beach, like those people don't make a lot of money. They live on a very small amount of money to begin with. Mm -hmm. And now they have no, and like, what are they gonna do? so there's already like talk about people like doing the one day on one day off thing with food where they eat one day and then they don't eat the next
1: oh yeah Um, yeah
0: so there's some like local initiatives like i think it's possible in my town for the people who can afford to feed somebody can come together and make it happen for the town like i think because it's a small place it's totally yeah. possible for us to help everyone like for us to come together and get it done but what about like in mexico city like are there food banks are there places people can go are people donating to places like are there initiatives or anything or is it like every man for themselves
1: yeah uh i seen uh some initiatives uh like uh, like buying some uh, stuff at the at the supermarket and then giving it to the people who pack your groceries, no. Uh, but like, uh, right. Like a program, like like uh, like s- something really big for those people who don't uh, going to have money to pay food. Uh, I, d- I didn't see anything like that yet
0: it's strange because also in canada like we normally have like at christmas or at easter you'll go to a grocery store to buy your food and there'll be like a sign up that says give to the food bank especially at christmas or you can drop off food to the firemen and it used to be i mean i don't know what it is now because a lot of people don't get the paper like in paper anymore in print Mm -hmm. but it used to be that you would get a bag in your Saturday paper and it would be for the food bank. And the idea is you fill it with canned goods and stuff and then you drop it off at the fire station, your local fire station. So that's how they do it in Canada. But I heard that the food bank is not, because it's happened quickly, like those kind of initiatives, they take months to put together and they haven't like created anything at grocery stores. So people are not giving to food banks because they're not like being reminded to do it. Okay. If you're in Costco, and there's a big (laughs) sign that says, leave some extra at the food bank, we're going to drop it off wherever at like the CDMX depot or something, whatever thing, you know, then probably the same people that are buying like four years worth of toilet paper are going to be like, yeah, I can give one can of beans, you know, like that kind of thing. But if everybody gives one can of beans, right, then it's like enough beans for everyone. So... That's like the idea is that you don't have to give as much, but more people do it, but they're not doing it in Canada either. So like, I didn't know what happened here. Like here, there's more like, like I'm getting together with the, remember Bonito Bowl? Do you ever go to Bonito Bowl with me? The poke bowl place? Yeah. So she's putting together each week, she's giving away 24 boxes and in a box, there's enough food for two weeks for one person. So each week she gives away 24 boxes and people can pay for a box. It's like 340 pesos for a box and it'll feed one person for two weeks. So it's nice. It's like, she only does 24. That's the amount that she can handle in terms of like picking it all up and whatever. She's doing it as like a order from Kidrawi. People will be able to donate online. And then it's like at least 24 people get fed every week and, basically like i've committed to doing a box every two weeks for her so i or like once a week i can put in a box or get a box together whether i split it with somebody or whatever but i'll be able to like commit to getting a box i think my mom is here she paid for a box every time i talk to any like foreigners especially retired people because they're just in their house right they're not leaving if they're older but they can email her my or like you know what I mean like set drop off some money at Bonito Bowl to buy a box for people that need it and then she's giving it to people that the people that sell stuff that can't um, that really just have no income at all right now like the people that really need it and there's yeah. also another food bank initiative that's starting here I don't know though it sounds it's like a place where you can go, cause it's mango season now, so there's a lot of mangoes in the trees. Extra, cool. a lot of extra. And it's like a place where you can go and drop off all those extra mangoes or you know, if you're a store and you have extra, you can go drop it off there. There's yeah, like cool. restaurants and grocery stores, like smaller ones, they have food that is like about to go and it can all be dropped off there too. So we'll see, like I said, like in a small town, like if every restaurant did 15 boxes, like what Andrea's doing, it would be fine, you know? It's not so hard, much easier to put put something together. Everybody knows everybody, you know? But in the city, it's like way hard. Do you think more things are gonna shut down?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Uh... Um, yeah, um, yeah, many places are closed right now, no, like, uh, uh no, um, primary services are closed and stuff, right. but yeah, uh, it, it, uh, many places uh, close gradually d- during the, the situation, now. um. I seen uh, um, a notice that uh, a bunch of waiters uh, go to Palacio Nacional, which is the the place of the government where they make the conference and they are uh, claiming that Do something because uh, they lost their jobs because they are waiters and many restaurants are are closed now. Um, Mm -hmm. And and I don't know the government is also acting really slow to this because uh, like uh, a week. Like two weeks ago uh, we have the President saying that there is no uh issue and there is everything it's really really cool which uh at that time they had they have the like like the time to to do a plan about uh what to do with because mexico the i don't know the sixty percent of the of uh, people who work in Mexico, works uh, in a, how do you say?
0: They work hand to mouth.
1: Yeah. And yeah, yeah, what's going to happen to all of these people, even when people who have a contract or have a a real job is having issues, What about all the people that works in the markets, that works, that live today, no?
0: Right. Well, you know, if it's any comfort, no country in North America has any plan at all for those people. Like, Colombia also has 60%, and they have mandatory lockdown, and they have absolutely nothing in place for those people. You know, Canada, which is supposed to be giving a bailout, they're going to wait 12 weeks before they give any money to people that have been locked in their homes without jobs in one of the most expensive countries in the Americas with no access to free food, no community-based culture. I mean, I know that AMLO has, like, said the things he said, but at the same time, like, our hospitals are not overrun. Like, our numbers are really low. Like the saddest thing about this is that the economy is suffering so much for so little.
1: Yeah. um, Yeah, uh, maybe uh, people are taking extra care about uh, themselves, because we really know that uh, healthcare here in Mexico is really shitty, so we don't wanna go to a hospital. Because mm-hmm. uh, right now it's crowded because uh, the normal uh, kind of uh, uh, yeah the, it, the the normal uh, issues with the with the health, now like uh, cancer, uh, all the stuff the the so we really don't want to go to a hospital to a hospital because uh yeah we know maybe uh, maybe we are going to die to to die there no so yeah uh, yeah um are the
0: hospitals there really busy are they are there a bunch of cases there our hospitals are empty here so I don't know in the city what it's like. Like they're really uh, empty here, and nobody's in them.
1: Hospitals here are crowded, crowded, uh, but not because uh, coronavirus. It's because- just
0: crowded because it's regular old crowded. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know. I I think that that if uh, we are, uh, we know these cases about uh, natural disasters, no? Uh, it's normal yeah, to yeah. because uh, earthquakes, uh, hurricanes and stuff. We have all that shit uh, all, all the year. So <clears throat> when the things uh, get really, really hard for us, uh, always the the military have their own uh stuff to stop uh, all the all the think uh, when when there is a a hurricane on um, the i don't know and i i leave the one hurricane in acapulco and mm-hmm. in less than a week the the military was there like building new roads and uh helping people and and stuff uh so i don't know we are uh we are prepared for those kind of things uh but um i don't know we need to still uh taking care of us uh right Because, I don't know, uh, I don't know, the earthquake earthquake or the hurricane is stuff that we can see and and we can feel, no? But Mm -hmm. this kind of thing is like a virus, uh, we don't see and uh, people, there are still people that don't believe that there is a virus there, no? Uh, Right. But yeah.
0: I mean, I'm, I, I worry a little bit. For me, I worry a bit when I look at the map and I see where the virus is in the country. I also know that that's where there's a lot of obesity. And, you know, people who are obese or who have diabetes are at risk, are in the group of people who are at, who are at risk. And I know that this is an incredibly fat country. Like, yeah. not where I live in Oaxaca, but in the north, you know? And the place, like, when you look at the map and you see where the virus is, I'm like, oh, God, there's a lot of fat people there, you know? Lots of obesity. Like, that's, you know, it worries me a bit. It worries me that there's only 5,500 ventilators in the whole country for 130 million people. Like, that worries me, you know? Yeah. But I also am... I'm also not worried in a lot of ways. I feel like, okay, I feel like it's like everybody, all the countries in the world are like people in a boat, right? And like we're in a boat. That's not a very good boat. It's an old (laughs) fucking boat. It's a shitty boat. It's not a good boat. But the people in the boat are the best at navigating the boat. So even though like the country I was born in, in Canada, like they have the nicest boat it's like nobody knows how to work it so even though they have that I'm more scared to be around people that don't know what to do because at least here I can kind of like fall in line you know I feel like people around me are like okay this is what we need to do and I'm like okay tell me and I will help you know like I don't (laughs) I don't know what my role is but I'm just like, as soon as somebody says to me, I need help with this. I'm like, okay, I gotcha. You know, but I feel here like I'm being directed more to help and it feels, it it makes me feel less scared because I feel like I'm doing something. Okay. My job is to stay home, stay in my neighborhood. And then also like, you know, my neighbor is elderly. She keeps telling me she doesn't need help but every day I call her and say, I'm doing a delivery, you want something, you know, like, and cool. now the other day she said, yeah, I need milk from Chidrawi because I don't want her to go to Chidrawi, and she's gonna go, you know? So I just, every day I just call her and now like I just get all her deliveries. Like she doesn't know their delivery. She thinks I go to Chidrawi for her, but I don't go to Chidrawi. I get delivery. I'm not going there. I got a daughter, I'm not going there. You know it's too many people i'm not going there but you know what i mean like that i feel like i thought well okay well who's old on my block and i was like my next door neighbor lives by herself and she's elderly she has kids here but they have to be home with their children you know like they go once a week groceries for her but like i can get her stuff in between and then you know when this project came up with the boxes i was like oh perfect like i can tell all my foreigner friends to go buy a box, you know, and I can tell them in a different way than Mexicans. I can be like, don't be cheap, go get one. You know, like I can be more forceful about it. (laughs) So (laughs) you know what I mean? Like I can talk to my people different. So I feel like better because when I look at Canada like with the people that work for me in Canada that are really suffering and they really need help like I don't know how to help them there and I don't feel like there's any direction like I'm having a harder time you know it's like just it just feels like all these people in a really nice boat with the boat is a lie you know and they don't know what to do and nobody ever learned how to swim and nobody ever learned you know because they just thought this boat was going to save them and it's harder, like in some ways it's harder there, you know? Okay. Like I I keep thinking like, I don't know, like what happened in Mexico in 2009? There was a huge H1N1 outbreak. Were you living in the city then?
1: Yeah. uh, Mm, I don't know. Uh, I think it was the same thing uh, because at... First time, uh, everybody was panicking because the because appears here no? uh, uh here in Mexico City. Uh, I don't know. Uh, we didn't have like a protocol to how to react to a virus. No, everybody went to the to the hospital or to, to the doctor to know if they have H1N1, uh, even if they don't have symptoms. Uh, But I think it was only like the first months uh, because uh, I don't know, but I think uh, didn't last so long, you know, like maybe like five months, six months, and then we We was normally operating
0: so Uh, yeah how did i know at one point they shut the city down
1: yeah uh, at one point at
0: one point it was shut down yeah how long was that for
1: uh like five months
0: five months they shut the city of mexico city down sorry did they shut down completely the city for five months?
1: Uh, no, uh, I know. I remember because my parents uh, sent me with my grandmother. <laughs> but where? Puebla.
0: <laughs> Puebla. Yeah, because it was mainly contained in Mexico City, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I don't remember, I, I I remember not staying so long in my grandmother house uh, because everything uh, goes fast, no? Uh, my, like my parents calmed down and they said, oh, there's not uh, so, so much problem to you being in the city, so.
0: So what about, do you think think this time we're going to come back, like April 30th? Like they're asking us to stay in until April 30th. Do you think that if the numbers keep growing at this like slow rate, because it is pretty slow, I mean, we still only have 50 dead and we've had this thing here now for two full months. You know, like yeah. if it, if it keeps growing slowly like this, do you think that at, at the end of April they're going to start to slowly let people back out?
1: Um, I don't know. Maybe. maybe. They're
0: going to wait until there's no cases. <laughs>
1: uh, I think um, maybe not in April uh, theory, but uh, people uh have the necessity to get back to normality if if we if we um i lost my idea uh, yeah if 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 there's no uh like a health solution people is going to adapt to these things you know uh, right,
0: like they'll go back to work with masks and gloves on.
1: Yeah. yeah, and extra safety and stuff because people need to work. People need to uh, bring food to their homes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, Japan hasn't shut anything down. No? What? Well, you know, there's a lot of uh, really interesting stuff coming out now. I'm really into it because from the beginning, uh, I'm not like a math whiz or anything, but from the beginning, I was like, well, how could it be growing exponentially if it's taking so long? Because exponential growth is really quick. It's like one becomes two, two becomes four, right? And then I watched this uh, piece from a German um, epidemiologist, And he was basically saying that the test, this was a while ago, that the COVID test was developed really rapidly in China because they needed something quick to test people and see who had it and who had a flu or who had something else. And he was saying the test is really flawed. It's hard to see if somebody has COVID-19 or one of the other coronaviruses and coronaviruses make up you know 12 to 15 percent of respiratory death in the world yeah so he was like our numbers have been really egregiously inaccurate from the beginning and actually way fewer people are dying from this but even though we're getting outbreaks they're not as bad because it's just that they're on top of coronaviruses and flu death and all of it together and so it appears worse than it is Yeah. so this is what he was saying <clears throat> And then I like went away from that and uh, I'm still doing what they're telling me to do and whatever. But then I saw this really good one where a mathematician went through the math and Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, this is what I was thinking. And he was saying, you know, the most conservative estimate, if you look at it as exponential, would mean that 90 million people would be infected by now. And we don't have that. And he was like, and it's not because we're not testing everyone. Like if there was 90 million people infected, there would be millions dead as well. Yeah. You know, if we're looking at the percentages they're saying. And he was like, if you go by the World Health Organization's numbers, there should be like 9 billion people infected, which is more than the population of the earth. You know, so right. he was like, the numbers are ridiculously off. You know, they're not accurate in any way. So, and then he, he put his theory forward, which is that it's actually not exponential growth, it's linear growth, which would mean that it's a burst of an outbreak and then it tapers off. Yeah. And if you go by those numbers, it would mean that the outbreak has already happened months ago. That what we're seeing now is like the fallout of something <clears throat> that already happened. And it really got me thinking because there was a bad flu in toronto in december and uh-huh. into january and a lot of the people that worked for me were at home with this bad flu and it really like swept there it was like a really really bad one and also luna and i got sick in january here and i had a fever for almost five days which is not normal for me and she got sick at the time too and we've never gotten sick together like i've never got it from her so I yeah. thought, you know, maybe that was it. Like, And if that's true, then what it means is that all these people in their homes already have immunity. You know, like the ones that aren't, like the people who are, are dying, it's because they are already at risk. You know, like they were at risk either way, because if uh-huh. we all got it two months ago, then the people that are at home are not at risk anymore. We already have immunity. Yeah. so now there's a lot of people in the medical community that are now saying that we, we need to start testing for antibodies because it's possible that huge portions of the world population have already had this and they don't need to be in their homes so yeah. it is possible that what's going to what we're going to find out is that we just all ruined the world economy out of like fear of during you know and it would make sense because if it would because the thing is it can't be exponential because if it was exponential countries like Mexico and India would be destroyed right now because yeah. we just have so many people and so little infrastructure you know how come um, we've had cases since February and it's still ha- we still haven't seen that and we haven't even shut down, you know? And Japan, Japan hasn't even shut bars down. Like Japan yeah. is just operating with masks on. Like yeah. nothing's changed. So something's not right. Like, I mean, I, you've never been to Japan, I don't think, right? You've never been no. to Japan? No. It's insane. It's wall-to-wall people. Like it's impossible not to be next to somebody. At all times. Yeah, India too. India is just like a tight swarm of people everywhere you go. Yeah. Like way tighter than even Mexico. It's like it's like the metro, but everywhere.
1: <laughs> Goddamn.
0: <laughs> Remember that day that we were in Centro Historico and it was like everybody in town was there.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: It's kind of like that everywhere in Japan. And it's like that in India. It's just like that everywhere, all the time. So, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't, these places should just be G- experienced. Give me a, give me a second. Out- <clears throat> yeah.
1: I'm, I'm going to block my computer. Give me a
0: second. Uh, sorry. Okay. It's okay. I got to go soon anyway. I got to go do that uh, box packing, doing a video about it. You know me. Out here yeah. on that YouTube um yeah, like now these theories are really like developing and you know i hope they're true because what it will mean is that you know we were told here that between march 20th and march 30th we were going to see a huge spike in numbers and it never happened and now they're saying to us end of april and yeah. so if 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 these linear math theories are true, then it won't come for us. It's not coming, which would be so nice. It would be so nice at the end of April to be like, okay, it never came and it's not coming. It's time to go back out and we're going to wear gloves for a while and see what happens. You know, of course, I don't want a huge outbreak here. But yeah, I mean, it gives me hope that there are so many new theories coming out that this is not as bad as we first anticipated.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, and the thing uh, is, uh, coronavirus is not as bad as other, uh, as other. Uh, uh, kind of uh virus or something it's not like ebola no uh it's uh bad about a uh, flu uh but the problem is the spread and uh, and the health system that could collapse No, that's the that's the huge problem because uh, right. many people can't uh, get coronavirus and and doesn't going to happen nothing to us uh, if i get coronavirus i only maybe i stay at at uh, at bed uh, like no, i don't know 3 days and then will be normal though no? but uh, the problem is the the capacity of the health system and the spread no the of the virus
0: Yeah, I'm really worried about people with diabetes here because there's so many people with diabetes and people with diabetes are at risk of dying from this virus. And, you know, just, we have a lot of obesity in this country. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it scares me a lot. Like when when the first guy who died was 40 years old, a 40 year old diabetic in Mexico, I was like, shit like that's exactly what I didn't want to hear you know like because because Mexico's got so much going for it like we don't smoke we're not big smokers in Mexico like the country's not got a lot of smokers like Italy you know it's a it's a it's a pretty healthy place outside of the cities you know like there's a lot of really good food here there's not a lot of like you know there's not a huge meth problem like in the United States where there's massive meth and heroin issues you know like Mexico's got a lot of healthy stuff going for it, except obesity. That's the thing here. And it's a bit scary with that obesity thing.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: Do you think when this is over, people are just gonna go back to living the way they lived before? Or do you think that people are going to like, learn something and change? Hmm. Like, in the world,
1: everywhere. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know, because uh, when stuff like this happen, uh that's the thing we try to we try to go back to normal, no and try to forget this kind of stuff. No, like, like the scary things and stuff. And, and when we, we, when, when we look to the past, uh, maybe uh, we'll say like, that was not so bad. No. Like,
0: right
1: look at us us. we're
0: minimize it
1: yeah but
0: um... i actually just watched a woman today online talking about how like when traumatic events happen we tend to minimize it and she said exactly that she was like you know there's a hope that there's going to be changes but most people when after a traumatic event they just want to put it behind them and go forward
1: yeah, uh, I I only hope that uh, in like in protocols we are going get better. No, like if something like this happen again, we are going to, to be prepared to to stop this kind of stuff. No, like really take ser- seriously stuff that we can see. No, like a virus because it's not like a. Um, yeah, I mean,
0: we could stop, like, treating animals so horribly. That's yeah. where all these coronaviruses come from. <laughs> they all come from treating animals bad. Like, we could reassess how we treat pigs and birds and, you know, like, yeah. swine fluking out of the States from how they treat their pigs. And how yeah. we all do it, like, the whole world, you know? I'm not necessarily saying everybody's got to be a vegan, but, like, you, we don't have to put them all together in the same cage.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. We only need to. I don't know. It's it's because uh, humanity. Uh, his main thing is to adapt to situations, uh, mm-hmm. because, I don't know. Here in Mexico, we are still having issues about. Uh, about the earthquake earthquake from three years right. ago we we still we still dealing with that uh but we adapt we change our our way of living because of that uh but doesn't mean uh um we adapt uh um yeah, that's, that's a thing too.
0: You <laughs> I mean like you didn't go back to a better way of life or change anything, you just adapted to your new circumstances?
1: Yeah, I think that. Yeah,
0: I see that in the city, like all those beautiful buildings that are just like vacant because they had damage from the earthquake and they never got like up to code again where they could open and so they're just left there. Yeah. And they're just like a reminder that there was nothing and now people just walk around them like there's no
1: nothing's
0: happening with any of that
1: yeah just a few uh was repaired or uh, getting down so uh i don't know uh, some weeks ago i went to la roma which is uh, one of the places that was Uh, hit by the the earthquake and there's still some buildings that have the, I don't know, that looks like they're going to fall in every, in any moment. Yeah,
0: La Roma is filled with them. Yeah. They look like 10,000 years old all of a sudden. Yeah. (laughs) Not as charming. Yeah, for sure. And yet everybody's there like, well, Let's go have a cello on the street. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I have to say that I definitely am really happy that I'm here in Mexico. I really am. Like, I'm really happy that I'm doing this in Mexico. I think the only other place I would want to be in the world is Bali. And it's for the exact same reasons. Yeah. You know, here I trust people a lot. I trust, like, mi paisanos. Like, I trust the people around me a lot. I know that I have really lovely people in my life here that are not going to let me starve. And, yeah. and vice versa. Like, I'm not going to let other people starve either if I can help it, you know? And that's that's really big. Like, that's such a big comfort. That's such. A, I, haven't, I haven't always had that, you know, in my life in different places that I've lived. So I'm really happy that I'm in a place that I have that. And then also, I feel really... You know, I was saying to a friend of mine who's a foreigner uh, living in Masunte and he said, I'm so bored here. I'm going to come to Puerto this weekend. Mm
1: -hmm. And I said,
0: I think you should just stay in Masunte. And he was (laughs) like, why? I'm bored. And I was like, I know, but like you can't come to my house because you're an outsider. And right now, like we're just only being in the neighborhood with like the same 10 people. Like we're not going outside of this little bubble. Yeah. And I don't like I don't know where you've been and what you've been doing. And I, you know, I just want to try and keep my, like these people in my little community, like they're not bringing outsiders in. I don't want to be the person that fucked it up, you know? Yeah. And I was saying to him, he's from Canada as well. And I was like, you know, we're so lucky here. Like the president has asked us very nicely to stay home if we can and has not brought the military or the cops. He has not closed the borders or stopped us from going anywhere or going to work. He's just asked us very nicely. And I was like, and I feel that we should oblige because I don't want the military here and I don't want the cops here. Like, I don't want to be dealing with Mexican cops. Are you kidding me? I don't want to be dealing with cops anywhere. Cops are a bad idea everywhere you know and i don't want to have the the board like the airports closed forever and i don't want to have abo shut down like this is such a lovely offer that he's given us you know what i mean and i i i graciously accept so i was saying (laughs) to my friend if you come here you know you can't come to see me but like think about the offer because He's from a part of Canada that they're ticketing people if they're out of the house with other people that aren't on the same address on their license. So if okay. you and I were caught together and on our official ID, we didn't have the same address, we would be fined $1,000 each. Damn. At a time when nobody has any money. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Ain't nobody
0: paying $1,000 <laughs> fine right now. And of course, because it's cops, it's not like they're out there playing clean with people. You know, they're just ticketing everyone, left and right, it's ticketing people. Even if they can show they lived here, they're like, well, it's not on your ID, and they're like ticketing them, you know, like, they're not, and they're not being kind about it. They're not nice people, you know, so I feel lucky to be in Mexico that I don't have that going on.
1: Yeah, we are... Yeah, we are not locked on our homes. Uh, we can still go to the market, we'll go to do whatever is open. Uh, but yeah, we need to to take care now. We need... Uh, yeah, I've I seen a lot of people that are uh, that see the news about what's happened and what's going on every day. And we are, uh, we are aware uh, uh, about uh, what's happening. We have- like
0: In India, they're locked in their homes and they're not even allowed to leave to get water. You know, know, like it's pretty bad in some places.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, here still uh i don't know the the people still do their their things uh and they obviously stuff that can't uh that uh Can't be open on this time, Uh, it's closed now. But uh, I've seen, uh, uh, you know, what is Cartulina? Cartulina. Assigned?
0: Yeah.
1: That says, uh, uh, Dear clients, uh, we are working here until coronavirus kills us. It's a joke, obviously. (laughs) But yeah, uh, people uh, still need to bring food to their homes. Uh, I've seen
0: those signs too that are like, we'll starve if we don't work. So we'll take our chances with coronavirus.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And,
0: you know, I think you said to me that people who can afford it are quarantining and people that can't are going out. And, you know, I, I feel respectful of those people. Like, there are people here that have to work. And I'm just trying to make this space as safe as possible for them. Because I know if they could, they would stay home with their family. Yeah. You know, like, they're not trying to be out there being dangerous. You know, they just have to go to work.
1: Yeah, sure.
0: Okay, well, I'm gonna leave it there because I've got to go start doing some community efforts myself, and it's cool. In like an hour, I should probably go wash my hands.
1: <laughs> cool. Stay safe.
0: It was nice chatting with you, and I hope that you come to the beach after all this is done.
1: Yeah, I definitely and uh, need if it. not, I'll in the city. <laughs> I need that um,
0: the beaches are closed right now, but I have faith they'll reopen in May. Yeah Maybe hope. we'll get a late Samana.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hope to see you soon. <laughs>
0: yeah. Bye. Thanks again, Chefe. Oh,
1: no, no problem. Thanks. <laughs>